0: This scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship video by St. Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia on August 7th, 2022. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au Our sermon text today is Luke chapter 18, and I'm going to read from verse 35. And it reads like this. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard a crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. Then he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who were in front sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he shouted even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and ordered the man to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me see again. Jesus said to him, receive your sight, your faith, has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. And when all the people saw it, they also praised God. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. We praise God too, don't we? We're about to do that in our worship time together. But before we get there, When uh, my wife Sue was undertaking lots and lots of appointments with different medical specialists in recent times and having all sorts of regular post-op treatment and care, we learned many things. One of the things that we found out was how few parking spaces exist in and around the Box Hill Hospital and around um, Etworth Eastern and around all those medical offices that happen there. It could be, at times, um, sometimes frustrating to go and try and find a park, especially, and as you heard me last Sunday, get very uptight about being late, especially if we happen to be up late. What? On more than one occasion, as it turned out, we came out to find one of those little bits of paper stuck under the windscreen wiper. Lord, have mercy, or something a little less refined might come to our lips at such times. On one occasion especially, it really irked me, we found what I thought, here is the perfect park. We're on time, there's a park here, the place we're going to is there, this is all good. We came out to find one of these things again, um, only to be, uh, you know, what's going on? We, we put it all in the phone and did all that sort of stuff that you're supposed to do, but we put the wrong car, I mean the wrong registration in the thing. So off we went to the council office to plead for mercy. And uh, we're still waiting for the bailiff to come and, and do the bailiff's work. Who can you turn to in this day and age to find mercy when you need it? Who can you trust to know just how flawed you and I might be, and yet somehow in confidence to receive grace and mercy? And know the joy in receiving that. That's what we're going to explore a little bit today today as we look at another part of our um, Lutheran worship service space. Today is the second of our six weeks of of, of looking at our our worship services. Last Sunday, just to remind you, we looked at Lutheran worship and it's not just Lutheran worship, of course, but not only how it reflects our theology and what we sort of teach, you know, as we go to confirmation spaces about this God of grace, this, Uh, a doctrine of justification that this is a free gift being saved by God that in worship God comes to bring us these gifts and you in worship God is at work for us God calls us out of the hustle and bustle the trial and tribulation that life can be to bring this blessing to you he loves you so much and to me last week we recognised that God gives us Peace for our relationship uh, with him, our relationships with one another, and our own peace of mind with the gift of forgiveness. And we've just shared that peace with one another, haven't we? And as we uh, stand and as we sit in that peace in our worship service, we now enter more fully into this, this journey of worship, this relationship with our God As we prepare to come to that big point in our service, that next big point in our service, um, where we hear God's word. So why do we do all of these things? Well, this is the way the church has been worshipping for a long, long time. When Martin Luther, in his, you know, the wonder of of wonders that Luther found um, over 500 years ago was to bring the church back to this God of grace as, as God has revealed into the scriptures. But, you know, when it came to the worship services themselves, Luther, you know, didn't throw them all out the window and say that's, that's all done with and now we do it this new way. But he worked with the journey that the church has always made. And this Lord have mercy, this cry that we're about to come to, um, uh, was something that Luther did not change. And it remains an important aspect of it, of our Lutheran worship services today. We are saved by grace to live a holy life. And that's what we're going to explore as we cry the Lord have mercy uh, in a moment. But first let's pray, let's prepare our hearts. Lord have mercy. Lord we cry out to you um, in our worship services and sometimes in our lives in um, full expectation that you are here for us. So come amongst us now and calm our hearts and our minds and bless us with all that you have for us in, with your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, have mercy. In the ancient world, at least, um, it was a common cry among uh, people's lives. For example, people appealing to the, the emperor, the Roman emperor, for divine help, as the emperor claimed Um, This divinity, Lord, have mercy, was not an uncommon cry in life. And today, as we hear this uh, gospel reading, Jesus, simply by his presence, puts this into its proper perspective and its eternal perspective. The blind man in Luke 18 puts his total trust and faith in Jesus, I think. At the sound of Jesus coming down the road, he asks, who's coming it's Jesus of Nazareth. And already I, I think his, his heart eyes uh, are, are at work here. He looks forward to this one coming. And so he cries out with a lot of boldness, I reckon, Jesus, son of David. Not Jesus of Nazareth, as the crowd had said. It's Jesus of Nazareth coming. Notes: Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the people there say, no, just shut up be quiet, they say. And yet he shouts even more loudly as he sees with his um, heart eyes of faith, son of David, have mercy on me. They try to shut him up, but there's nothing that will stop this person knowing that this Jesus is here in his presence. Perhaps he knows he's not worthy to cry this out, but he knows who's here for him. His eyes of faith, will not let his voice be silent at Jesus feet he cries Lord son of David have mercy It it, it is the cry of those who know they are beggars but who also know God is certainly here for them and with true confidence and sure hope cry out Lord have mercy Christ have mercy Lord have mercy and we are told by Luke that immediately he receives his sight, he follows Jesus, praising God, and with him all the people do the same. Those who had been telling him to be quiet join in this same praise of God. At Jesus' feet, we too are healed, and we have the eyes of our hearts opened and filled with faith, just like this man, I think, and we join then too in the song of praise with him, with all the saints on earth, however many we might be in this church here today, and with all the company of heaven. And we might note carefully that there's no gap. Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see. And immediately, Luke tells us, immediately he, this beggar receives mercy from the one who is here in grace and love for him. So we join too with the, with the people on earth, and we join too with the angels and saints who announce God amongst us. For example, at Christmas time with song and praise Glory to God in the highest. You know, that's the song of the angels, isn't it? And can I say thank you to all of you angels as you sing it today? Can I say a special thank you to people who serve us as cantors, who serve us in the choir, and all of our muses, but especially all of us as we we raise our voices, even my old gravelly voice. Glory to God in the highest, with the song of life and with those who sing it eternally in heaven, that's the place we occupy today. Make no mistake. We sing with the heavenly host just like those angels at the very first time of Christmas, announcing the presence of God here for people, for all people. God, for whatever reason, gave me a voice of gravel, and yet I sing, and yet I sing as one of the heavenly hosts. It's a, what a joy that is. We join the company of heaven just as... John heard and saw in worship on the island of Patmos so long ago as it's recorded in the book of Revelation. And by the way, uh, can I, uh, if you've got any misunderstandings about the book of Revelation, it's far less about you know, interpreting something that's gonna happen in the future than it is about something that's already occurred and continues to occur, and that is the salvation of our God who has already won the victory. And here, as we worship as mere human beings, this is being played out. What does John see as he's in the Spirit on the Lord's Day? He sees God's people in worship. People from every nation, from every tribe and language. Perhaps he sees there in that kaleidoscope of amazing worship things, this very man who we hear in our gospel text today, praising uh, God. Standing before the throne, before the Lamb and with all that company of heaven. And as I think of our dear sister Liz today, we worship truly not only with her but all those who have gone before us. We sing with the man healed and with all people who have healed and have received eternal mercy we raise our arms. You know, when we, when Sue and I um, are leading worship, when we come to the Lord, have mercy, our, our arms are like this in seeking God's mercy. We put our hands, open hands, ready, just like that man perhaps did and said, Lord, have mercy, expecting that God would fill his hands and fill his eyes, and God did. And then we raise our arms. So if you want to raise your arms today or any day, you most do it. Um, but if you don't want to, you don't have to, because I don't. Um, but we are part of the heavenly host. Where Earth Meets Heaven is the title of a really wonderful commentary on the book of Revelation, by the way. This is my copy of it, it's an old one. it's got many wrinkled pages. It's written by um, a former assistant bishop in the Lutheran Church of Australia, Dr. John Strelin. It's called Where Earth Meets Heaven. Where Earth Meets Heaven. And it's such an apt description, not only for the book of Revelation, for our worship today we are as sinners beggars it is true but we are equally people who receive the gift of God and sing in the heavenly choir much the same Christ the son of God Christ the Lord is here and he is in here in mercy for you and for me we are beggars it is true these are purported to be some of Martin Luther's final words as he was on his deathbed the blind man in our story knew of the feet of Jesus bringing him a savior bringing him mercy and he wouldn't be quiet and neither should we you know Luther is known for many many things you know this amazing theologian this amazing church leader this amazing you know whatever it might be But when it all came down to it, when it got to that place where the rubber was really on the road, as he came towards his death, there would be no fudging it. Here, Luther came face to face with God. And one day we will too in that um, form. And what did all of Luther's amazing discoveries and and experiences bring him as a doctor of theology and as a leader of a reforming church? We're beggars. We're all beggars, it's true, Luther said. Luther knew too well the sticky mud that stuck to him that we call that original sin. And yet at the same time with confidence in the one who came to meet him in that place and who will meet us as well, he could cry out, Lord, have mercy, knowing that that is indeed what he would receive and that he would soon pass to the heavenly choir, joining the company of angels to eternally sing that praise to God. The same gift is yours. It's your gift to live on earth now and to look forward eternally in heaven. To celebrate as we sing, as earth meets heaven, as I invite you now to stand and cry, the Lord have mercy. Have mercy.